You're listening to the Quince podcast. In what may be called as a major setback for the Maharashtra government and its former home minister Anil Deshmukh, the Supreme Court on 8th of April dismissed the state government's pleas challenging the Bombay High Court order directing a CBI probe against him. The probe was ordered by the High Court into allegations of corruption, extortion and political overreach leveled against Deshmukh by former Mumbai Police Commissioner Parambir Singh. However, in another twist in the Ambani bomb scare case, just days after Deshmukh's resignation, a letter written by arrested Assistant Police Inspector Sachin Vaze also made similar allegations against him. In the letter, Vaze not only accused Deshmukh of pressuring him to extort money from various sources, He also accused Transport Minister Anil Parab and an alleged close aide of Deputy Chief Minister Ajit Pawar of malpractices. The CBI is now conducting a preliminary investigation into the allegations against Deshmukh. However, there still are a lot of questions, the answers to which are still in the grey. Today's guest is former Mumbai Police Commissioner Julio Rivero and in his interview with the Quint, he raised some very important questions for Parambir Singh, the CBI and the Maharashtra government, which will also be the focus of today's episode. You are tuned in to The Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline making news for you and I am your host, Ishwar. Thank you so much, sir, for joining the Quint and Quint Hindi. Uh, my first question to you, sir, is that the CBI inquiry has been ordered by the Bombay High Court against former Home Minister Anil Deshmukh. Uh, would you consider this a moral victory for former Mumbai Police Chief Parambir Singh in the backdrop of the Ambani bomb scare case and his subsequent transfer? Well, it's not a moral victory for Parambir Singh. I don't know whether he considers it like that, but I think it's a moral victory for the people of, of Mumbai or the people, people of Maharashtra because this, uh, this relationship between the politicians and senior police officers uh, has to be broken sometime or other. And I think because... Parambir was uh, removed from that post uh, in Peev or in Peak. He has uh, gone uh, uh, public. And I think it's a good thing in a way because the uh, BJP government at the center and the MBA government here do not, are not on very happy terms, as you know. Uh, the senior partner in this government had broken away from the BJP and, and ditched them at the time uh, soon after the election, which I thought was quite uh, uh, mean on their part because these things are not done. But uh, uh, I think this, these things are happening today in politics. Uh, people get elected and then they get bought over. That is another thing that I really um, grieve about. So things are bad as far as politics are concerned. It is not politics as usual. It's a new type of politics. but. It has helped the people because this, uh, you know, this connection between the, the criminals, the, the police, and the politicians that has to be broken. 
And uh, if the police chiefs are not is not willing to do that on his own, well, after being transferred, if it is if they are if he is, comes out with it, I'm so happy about it. So uh, that's fine. Let the CBI inquire. Sir, uh, while the court was hearing the case on the 31st of March, and especially when it was hearing Parambir Singh's uh, plea, it made certain observations and criticisms regarding the plea itself or the way in which Parambir Singh had approached the whole matter. The court's question to Parambir Singh was, if you knew about these allegations, why did you not file an FIR with the police or any other probe agency before dragging the Home Minister to the courts? What, according to you, sir, were the options before Parambir Singh by which he could have pursued it before going to the courts, if you could help our viewers understand that? Look, at that time when he was informed by Vaze uh, and another gentleman called Patil, who were both inspectors, I will Vaze was not even a full inspector, but uh, they uh, had been summoned to the uh, minister's house and they immediately came and told their boss. Well, at that time, he had not been shifted. Uh, yeah. So he uh, he didn't think it necessary to, to come out with that. So he uh, would not file any FIR. And even if he was shifted, filing of FIR becomes a little difficult because you know, then you have burnt all your boats. So I don't think that he would do that. He's quite sure that way. But uh, he uh, certainly waited till he was shifted because he was shifted three days later on hmm. the 20th. And then after that, he uh, uh, came out with this, uh, with this, which is very bold on his part. And of course, very, because he must have been really angry and, uh, and upset over this. So I, I'm not surprised that he did it, but uh, and that he, he is one in the uh, commissioner who could do it, and he had done it. But now the High Court has said that the CBI is a very independent organization, which I dispute. It used to be, and then after that it became a caged parrot, as the Supreme Court has had very clearly mentioned, and we were all other officers knew that it had become a caged parrot. It has become much more caged now. It is not allowed to move even inside, inside the cage. That is what is happening now you know, in the present uh, with its present boss bosses. So uh, uh, whether they will come out with all the facts, I do not know. Because if somebody has to be safeguarded, they'll probably do that. And I'm not sure whether they will come out with total truth. If they will come out against Anil Deshmukh because he belongs to the opposition. But uh, what about the others who are involved? I'm quite sure that the police officers also were involved. They should be also exposed. Because we want, the people would want this to be totally uh, neutralized, you know, because otherwise their own safety and, and security are at stake. And that is what is happening. My next question, sir, would be, do you think it was easier for Mr. Singh to uh, come out with these allegations after he was transferred? Because three days after he was transferred, he first wrote a letter to the chief minister mentioning these allegations. And then two days later on Monday, he approached the Supreme Court with the same allegations and demanded a CBI probe. 
do you think this is something which was easier to for him to do after he was transferred and that is why he did it after he was transferred or as the state government has alleged that singh had a personal vendetta with deshmukh and that is why he has done it what do you think are his reasons as far as i can see the personal vendetta came up later because of uh, uh, because mr the anil deshmukh made a statement after the transfer which he need not have done that um, uh, mr singh had not kept a proper control over vaze his his assistant everybody in the police force at the lower level was very disgruntled because vaze had got direct access to the to the police commissioner there are seven there are six or seven uh, layers between them but still he had that access and and he would report directly to the commissioner the very fact that uh, an api was called by the home minister perhaps the home minister knew who could <laughs> who could manage uh, 100 crores i mean that is what uh, i i everybody in the police seems to feel yeah so uh, do you think this episode has you know even uh, the even the matter of sachin vazey's alleged involvement in the money bomb scare case the subsequent developments the allegations by parambir singh uh, do you think these have tarnished they have obviously tarnished the image of the mahavikas agadi government in the state but do you think they have severely dented the image of the uh, mumbai police and the maharashtra police per se because mumbai police is so respected and revered all across but do you think these episodes and these developments and this political involvement has somehow tarnished the image of the mumbai police of course it has there is no doubt about that and the police knows it but they rather they, they but i can tell you that the police ordinary policemen and the officers of the lower rank officers the inspectors and others are are really good good material you know today even the constables are graduates and they don't get jobs so they come here but uh, they they are people who we could rely on but it depends on the leadership now if the government which uh, in its wisdom chooses the leader who who is beholden to them and not one who can command the respect of the force then the, the government is at fault in choosing such leaders because every force depends upon its leader it is as good as its leader if the leader yeah. is no good that the force also deteriorates you know i i remember when i finished my term as police commissioner here and i was to take over as dgp of the director general of the central reserve police i attended a lunch just before um, uh, going to delhi where general dayal who who was involved in the blue blue uh, star operation he was uh, the chief guest at that lunch uh -huh. he was to go he was to go as lieutenant governor of andamans and i asked him how good was the crp which i was going to command Uh, as, uh, as, as they had they had been sent to him also for the blue star operation so he said look mr ribero it depended it there are so many battalions who came to me the ones yeah. that were commanded well by good commanders those did, uh, performed brilliantly the ones who were not commanded by proper officers well uh, they 
they, they were of no use to me. That is what he said. He said, which means that the force is as good as the people who command it. So this is something that that you have to keep in mind when you would when the public has to keep in mind. I'm trying to explain this to them that look, it all depends on the leader. And why do you why do the these politicians choose leaders who they should not have chosen in the first place? You see, yeah. there are two when you choose a leader, particularly in the police, please or in the, anywhere. You look at his uh, competence, you look at his intelligence, and you look at his integrity. In the police, it's very important. And if you yeah. find that their integrity quotient is below or is not up to the mark, kindly don't bother about the intelligence and the and the uh, the competence also, because because if you don't have integrity, you cannot command a force. I I am absolutely of that view. And uh, that is what they don't do, and they have to do it. And the people should understand and make them do it. Should force them to do it. Yeah. As you said, sir, integrity. Uh, yeah. A lot of questions were raised on Parambir Singh's integrity because after, because if you see the one-year term of Parambir Singh, he took over at a time when the COVID pandemic was just upon us. There were already many challenges in front of the Maharashtra government, which is already. A government of two absolute, three absolutely unusual allies, with Shiv Sena at the helm and Congress and NCP supporting a party like Shiv Sena, the Sushant Singh Rajput episode, the tough tussle with Kangana Ranaut, the Arnab Goswami cases. So, all throughout, the Maharashtra government has firmly stood by Parambir Singh in most of the controversies, while the opposition, led by the Bharatiya Janata Party, has been targeting on several of these issues. After these allegations came out, it was it was being said that Parambir Singh has eventually played both sides, and after his transfer, he went with went ahead leveling these allegations because he was absolutely disgruntled by the way he was shunted. Do you think there is any truth to this theory or these claims made by people? See, I don't want to say anything about anybody's integrity because it's not correct for me to to make such. Uh, statements, especially on television. But I would like some questions to be asked. If the CBI is taking over this inquiry, could they please make the following in, uh, questions put to Mr. Parambir Singh? I want to know because how did Sachin Vaze get reinstated after 13 years under suspension? He was a, he was a, I mean, everybody knows about Sachin Vaze and everybody knows about his his assets and things like that. How was it that he was reinstated? That is the first question we would like to know. If the politicians are involved, then he should please come out with it. Because he is the one who issued the order and he is the one who was uh, who had, it, who had uh, gone through the file and recommended it. Absolutely. Then why was he posted in the crime branch straight away? Instead of he, 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 the, the reason given for his reinstatement was because of COVID. Was he put on any COVID-related duties? In that, why not? Because if you said that he was re required for COVID duties, then also, why was he given independent charge of the crime intelligence unit? It is always held by a senior inspector. The people below who were there, the officers were very disgruntled about that. Why was he given that charge? And why was he allowed to report directly to the commissioner himself? 
instead of his hierarchical superiors. There was four four uh, layers between him and and the and the head of the crime branch. Why were they all ignored? I mean, these are things that have to be have to be asked. And and uh, you know, it's all right for him to bring out a Anil Deshmukh's uh, uh, because about that is fine. I think that that also should be inquired into. I'm in favor. But what about this? Please tell us that because people would like to know. And there are tri more tricky questions to answer than did he know of the plan to to pl to plant a car, a, a SUV with gelatin sticks and a threat letter outside the Ambani house? Did he know it or not? Because this man is to report, Baze is to report directly to him. I don't think that Baze could make such a plan on his own. Yeah, I, 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 I refuse to believe that. So then did he know it? And then he should tell us what was the motive? What was the reason why this was done? And did, uh, and did he know that Vazay, who was operating from his office in the compound of the police commissioner, was coming every day in a different swank car in, and had a Mercedes which he normally came and went by? I mean, does a junior officer come in a Mercedes which even a commissioner or above a commissioner won't use. You tell me, did he know it? I mean, this was a very arrogant thing for a junior officer to do of the rank of an API. And if that's so, did he pull him up? Did he ask him why, how he got these cars from? I mean, I, I, I really don't know how this uh, force is being, uh, is being led and being this. How could a man who is of an API rank is an assistant police inspector just above a sub-inspector. And then he he comes in a Mercedes every day. He, he, he boasts about so many cars. He has a room in a five-star hotel where he is booked and, and under a different name. Everybody others knew about it. You mean Parambir, who is his boss and who is a direct contact with him, did not know. I mean, I... I'm really shocked. I'm shocked. I mean, I don't know of any other commissioner who has had a, had a problem like this. I don't. I the opposition these, has uh, made. A I, yeah, but these questions should be asked by the CBI. If they don't ask, we should ask them why they didn't ask it. Yeah. Sure. The opposition, sir, as you said, uh, has been raising similar questions. Like there are many questions that need to be answered here. And one of the comments that the opposition is making is that if this thing goes to probe by the CBI, a lot of skeletons in the closet are going to come out, not just in terms of uh, the, some senior officers in the force, but also the political connections that they had and their alleged involvement. When politics gets involved, what do you think, sir, is the message for future police chiefs, not just for Mumbai, but anywhere across the country, because for, for a city like Mumbai, what is what according to you is the message or the lesson that future police chiefs coming and commanding the force need to take from this entire episode involving Sachin Vazay and Parambir Singh? You see, there are two uh, uh, what are dimensions now of the police. Uh, police chiefs in, uh, involvement with politicians. One is those 
who are involved because of corruption, because of money matters. So that is going on for quite some time and there are always some black sheep who, who get involved like that. Hmm. The politicians know exactly who, who does what. I mean, I don't think that they do not know. They know and they will use those people in that in their time. So uh, that uh, uh, if this finally ends up in a, in a real exposure of all these things, then I think it might have some effect, but at least we have to be, the people have to be always uh, careful, have to be alert to see that this doesn't happen again. Of course, there are many, nowadays there is also, uh, this is a new trend where officers get involved on the basis of ideology. That never happened earlier. I don't know whether it happened in West Bengal because there, there was another ideological uh, a party based on ideology was in, was in power for many years. I'm talking about the communists, but now the BJP at the center, I mean, they are also a party based on ideology and many officers are sort of supporting uh, for, their own, for their own advancement or because they might be also believing in it. The few of them might be believing, but mostly for their own advancement. So uh, these are uh, things that happen in life and uh, they should not happen. In fact, we, I uh, didn't have any such experience uh, till, uh, uh, till I returned from Romania. The 90, I returned in 93, end or 94 beginning. And I came to know that these are the things that are happening. I'd been out of Bombay for 10 years. And uh, I was sorry to hear that the force has got uh, deteriorated. In force is bound to deteriorate. If it happens like that, the force is bound to deteriorate. So I, uh, I'm sorry for the force because it's a good force. The people are good. The material is good. It has to be properly led. And the person at the top should, uh, there, we had very good officers earlier. Even now, after I've taken, come back from Romania, I've seen such good officers uh, occupying the, the CP's chair. And, and they ran it and they, they were quite clear in their mind that they are not going to get involved in politics or in money or things like that. And then the, the, the politician left them alone. I don't think they asked them, please collect money for us. They didn't ask them to, to uh, support them for any other thing. They know whom to, whom to go to. You see, this, the politicians are very, very, um, uh, they are savvy. They will use whatever that to remain in power. That is their job. They want to be in power. And if they use officers like that, but there are officers who will not do that. There are even today, there are very good officers in our Maharashtra card. I'll give you the names. I mean, I can't do it on, on, on TV, uh, but uh, I can certainly, I know them. I can give it to the government. Why don't they use them? And then some of them, you know, in between have even left even left because they find that there's no uh, there's no scope for them with people for being such good people. So if they want bad people, then they have bad people. They have, if they want good people, there are many of them. Why not take them? At least the people, the public will will gain because the public is interested in their own safety, their security. Why should they not have it? They can. They should demand it. It is their right. And the police officers are servants of the people. They are not, they are not there to, to
to to uh, feather their own nest. They are not there for that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, sir, for speaking to the Quentin Quentin. It was really, really insightful. And I am really, really honored to have gotten this opportunity to speaking to somebody so senior and so experienced and such an amazing human being like you. Thank you so much for taking out the time, sir. If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to The Big Story for episodic updates. We're available on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, GeoSavan, and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quint website. And for any feedback, please shoot an email to podcast at thequint.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quint website and check out our other podcasts. 